the advent of technology, there's been a sea change in the creative industries. Now you can produce your movies, your games, your television shows anywhere in the world and stream them to audiences wherever they might be. The vision is that one of those hubs where that content is produced for the world could be Abu Dhabi. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from The National. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. With me is my co-host, Kelsey Warner. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Mustafa. Before we start, if you enjoy this show, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio content. Kelsey, we're talking about the creative industries, creativity specifically, and how we can uh, build it right here. Sure. So earlier this month, Abu Dhabi announced it will invest $6 billion over the next five years in cultural and creative industries. And with that, would be opening the Yaz Creative Hub later this year. And that's on Yas Island, which is, you know, one of the the big shiny developments right. that we have in the Emirate. Home of Yas Mall, Ferrari World, and other other such destinations. But sort of another, um, you know, a bookend to the Sadiat Cultural Hub, which in 2017 opened the Louvre Abu Dhabi and in the next coming years plans to open Zayed National Museum and the Guggenheim is also under this cultural plan. And just to ground us a little bit. In the last five years, Abu Dhabi has invested $2.3 billion in cultural and creative industries. So just a near trebling of its budget over the next five years. Um, So to talk more about that, we spoke with 2454 CEO Michael Guerin about plans for the Yaz Creative Hub. Here it is. So specifically, we're talking about the project that is scheduled to be online by the end of this year which is the Yas Creative Hub. Um, it's been reported it's coming. It's, it's supposed to be a, a place where talent can coagulate, uh, making movies, making games. Um, do you want to give us a snapshot of where you are at the moment with, with the project? Uh, yes. I was actually visiting yesterday, and it is definitely on schedule and happily on budget to open in sometime in November. When I say open, that means that the first uh, companies and organizations will begin to migrate into the creative hub. We'll be moving uh, over 600 companies, many thousands of people into the creative hub. So this is not an overnight process. And while the building uh, was a very complex uh, planning and construction exercise, the migration is equally complex. And uh, fortunately, when I came to 2454, I remained CEO of uh, Image Nation and became also the the CEO of 2454. Uh, I was very pleased to discover what a capable and talented staff we have managing this whole process. So we expect the migration will be as uh, seamless and painless as the uh, planning and construction. But uh, I would say that it wouldn't be until mid next year that everybody who uh, wanted to move uh, and, and had planned to move into the campus will be able to do so. So for the uninitiated, I'm, I'm going to kind of paint the, the, the scene. I mean, 2454 has, has been, been around for uh, the last decade. Um, and it, it's brought together media and, and creative companies in Abu Dhabi, in the Emirate. But on Yas Island itself, there's a, a new purpose-built um, campus, if you like, that, that's coming online, 
where not only media companies uh, can m- relocate to to be together in this sort of new state of the art uh, area, but also specifically the the Yas Creative Hub is is designed to encourage those industries um, that are perhaps becoming to the forefront of creativity, such as video gaming, for example. Um, those people that want to you know build those products, create those products, will have the ideal scenario, the ideal conditions in which to do so. That, that's pretty much an accurate position of where we are, Michael. Well, you said it much better than I could. We teed you up. All right. So if you can dig in, though, to who is going to be showing up at the Creative Hub, I mean, creativity in 2021 means something much different than what it meant even at the start of this century. So what sort of jobs will you be hiring for here? And what sort of content machine will they be feeding? We talked movies, we talked video games. What, what, what are the content demands you're seeing? We are a facilitator. This is something that was never really well understood about Imagination. We were always thought to be a production company because we caused uh, a, a, a number of things to be produced and oversaw the production much the way that Warner Brothers or Paramount uh, oversees production, but they don't actually make anything. It's uh, Steven Spielberg and Ambling Entertainment who produces the, the, the program that uh, Warner's um, uh, commissions. And, and the reason that we had to do that was uh, because, candidly, the quality of content creation in this part of the world uh, 10 years ago was mediocre at best. And what, what's, what's changed is several things. First of all was the arrival of the OTT uh, services, Netflix and Stars Play and others, which demonstrated that uh, local content from places that we didn't even know produced things could be produced at a global standard. And prior to that, people uh, accepted mediocre uh, production values in exchange for cultural uh, authenticity. But when uh, these services arrived, those compromises were no longer acceptable. People wanted both. They wanted authenticity and world-class production. And so the early years of imagination was to teach people in this part of the world how that was achievable. And with Zinzana and with um, Justice and, and other uh, projects, you know, we finally were able to do that. And once we were able to do that, people came to us, whether it was NBC, Box, Amazon, Netflix, uh, Stars Play, to help them produce at that standard. And they were not really coming. Of course, they welcomed the financial support, but they really weren't coming as much for financial support as as for uh, our our, uh, production expertise. And that really was the first game changer in the evolution of this um, industry because now that we had uh, companies coming here that uh, wanted to produce, were funding production and demanding a, a, a high caliber of content creation, that was the magnet then to create jobs for people um, who uh, could come here, 
with the expectation that they that they could actually live in uh, Abu Dhabi and uh, the UAE and earn uh, gainful employment. And, and for younger people, for the first time, uh, our industry wasn't seen as a hobby, but it was seen as a path to a not only enjoyable life. I've been in this business 52 years, and I have to say that um, other than you know some organizational issues, uh, I, I, there really hasn't been a time I haven't enjoyed myself. This is you know one of the most enjoyable industries that uh, you you can uh, be in. So, so you're a cinema guy. You're a longtime movie guy. I've evolved the way that the industry is. So that's what I want to ask you. So the industry is at an inflection point now with the streaming wars heating up. Where are we going? I started out, we were printing uh, our newspaper on a flatbed hand, uh, uh, fl- uh, flatbed hand fed sheet. We were setting types with hot lead, uh, with linotypes. Then we, you know, went to offset printing. You know, when I started, we had NBC, CBS and ABC. That was it. This, there was no such thing as satellites. There were no such things as home video. Uh, this is an ever-evolving industry. This is not new. This is just the next phase. So today here, 2021, people coming to Abu Dhabi, you're saying Abu Dhabi's ready to attract world-class Hollywood-level talent. What does that mean? Can you talk a little bit about what what they're coming to to work on? Yeah, they're coming for many things. First of all, you know, we have uh, been one of only two jurisdictions in the world, the other being Iceland who throughout the entire pandemic has been able to maintain production, over $100 million of film and television production, when every place else in the world is, you know, shut down. Uh, It's why when Mission Impossible came here in January, February, the the last scene they shot, we had had 1,000 people on the set and not a single COVID case. So uh, this is a, you know, this is a tough part of the world. And not only do we uh, offer physical safety, but we also uh, offer, you know, safety in in, uh, the the quality of healthcare. And, uh, you know, we have 220 nationalities living here side by side. So we're a very tolerant society. You know, this this is just a great place independent of uh, the industry. They wanted the world's tallest building. They have the Burj Khalifa. They wanted a great airline. They have two of the world's greatest airlines, Etihad and Emirates. But what uh, uh, they couldn't have in a short period of time was, a, was an industry that uh, mirrored uh, Hollywood or Bollywood. And that's because um, we didn't have the ta- talent and we didn't have the infrastructure that trained and developed the talent that uh, was in place uh, around the world in an industry that in, in many places over 100 years old. So Barry Diller and uh, Ari Emanuel and uh, David Geffen famously started in the William Morris mailroom. But if you don't have the mailroom, you don't have the, uh, you know, you don't have William Morris, you don't have the mailroom. It's very hard for people to learn this uh, industry the way that you need to learn it because I remember we had somebody, I'm not mentioning names, um, who came to me uh, soon after I arrived here in Abu Dhabi 
and 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 proudly and basically wanted money to produce a film, uh, which uh, you know even Steven Spielberg doesn't just get money to produce a film; it goes through a very rigorous process. And uh, and this person had only made uh, like one short film, and when we got into a discussion about that, you know, that, that this was not ready for prime time and, and this is not the way our industry works. I was told, well, I won the prize for the best short film. And I looked at this person, I said, no, you didn't. You won the prize for the least worst film. And so we had to change a mindset about what this industry was uh, about. You couldn't get away making a statement like that. And, Mumbai or uh, London or New York or, but here people had no idea what our business was. So we needed to convince the leadership that there was no social promotion, that uh, this was going to be, this is a meritocratous industry and people had to earn their way. And I can proudly say that 60% of our organization uh, is stamped by Emiratis. And we do not have a single one of those people who are there because they are Emirati. They're there because they're qualified for the jobs they have. And oh, by the way, they're Emiratis. So uh, we are different from most of the jurisdictions in this region that have come to this industry late because they think that money is the answer when in fact, it's the it's important, but it's not the it's the least important thing. To that point about money being the least important element to the industry, if if we if we talk about the the mass the critical mass that we're we're trying to create on in Abu Dhabi on Yas, for example, with the the media hub with the Yas Creative Hub, um, how do you how do you incentivize people people to be there? That it becomes more than just a real estate project or a race to get bums on seats, if you forgive the expression. Exactly. In fact, it's quite the opposite. And I'll explain why in a moment, but I'll answer your first question first. So we, we have, because we are, uh, our mission is to build a robust ecosystem that eventually will become self-sustaining. We, Abu Dhabi, offer significant incentives for companies to come here and set up. So we subsidize uh, rent. We subsidize uh, payroll. Uh, we are exploring ways to help with the, the cost of education and, uh, and housing, which is not cheap here. And then in addition to that, that's really to attract uh, individuals and companies to, introduce, to attract film and television projects we uh, also have one of the best rebate um, uh, systems in, in the world, uh, offering a 30% uh, rebate for all the money that's spent here in Abu Dhabi for uh, production. And soon we'll also have state-of-the-art production facilities that will that will really complement the um, uh, creative hub and we'll be building uh, uh, virtual production studios, which is where the uh, the whole world is going in terms of uh, of, of production. So uh, this now is a place that um, 
uh, people can come to and live and work. Uh, the, the people who work all over the world, because this is a very much a freelance industry, can make Abu Dhabi their home. Increasingly, people, you know, the, uh, the number of people who came to work on uh, Mission Impossible say, well, wait a minute, I, I, I could live here and go from here. So we're increasingly building this critical mass of talent. And then you add to that, because your other question, which I think is, you know, a r- really critical question is, you know, our, our, our world is now uh, the, the next phase, evolutionary phase, is the jump from linear to digital, which is, you know, been going on for now 20 plus years but it's reaching an inflection point where things are becoming much more digital than, than physical. We, with the announcement that Unity, uh, which powers 90% of the uh, virtual reality and, and gaming engines, uh, has made Abu Dhabi their headquarters, both for the entire MENA region and the entire continent of Africa, all the way down to uh, South Africa ability to offer uh, state-of-the-art digital services in addition to all the other uh, capabilities that we've been able to develop here uh, is what is transferring, uh, transitioning uh, Abu Dhabi from uh, a regional hub to a global hub. And honestly, even me uh, could not have dreamt that that was possible three or four years ago. I'm curious, you mentioned 600 companies at the top attracted to the Creative Hub by the end of this year or by mid-next year. Can you name some of these companies you've attracted? I would say, first of all, you know, we have, I can't give you the exact number, but over 600 companies that are part of the uh, 2454 family that um, is moving from the Khalifa Park complex uh, to uh, the creative hub. That is really what I think has given Abu Dhabi uh, the confidence to know that this uh, not uh, inexpensive project was not a build it, they will come effort. Uh, they're already here and they're moving from Khalifa Park to Yaz Island. What has happened really is that with that uh, sort of critical mass, a lot of companies that have been eyeing Abu Dhabi and the UAE for a long time have said, okay, now is the time for us to to come. If I could ask, you know, obviously the national, we are in the Khalifa Park complex and during uh, 2020, in particular with the coronavirus, there were times when, you know, very few people could work here in the office. And I'm so glad you pointed that out because, I mean, first of all, what are we doing now? We're, we're, we're doing this interview virtually. I, I have no idea where you are and, you know, we're, we're on Zoom. So, and yet, you know, we're have, maybe having an even better interview than we might have if we were together in the same room. We're certainly just as good because we're not a commercial real estate company. But we're not here to maximize the profitability of the creative. We're here to maximize the value of the ecosystem to Abu Dhabi and the larger community here. Because we obviously couldn't change the physical uh, structure of the buildings uh, when the pandemic hit, we could change everything inside. And so 
Obviously, there's no good time for a pandemic, but it hit just at the time that we could still transform the interiors. And instead of building the offices of yesterday, we're building the offices of tomorrow. And so the way that we're uh, maximizing the benefits to Abu Dhabi is to make space available to companies that they actually need to use. So you're paying rent or the national is paying rent right now for a lot of unused spaces. We're offering to organizations the space that they know they absolutely need. And then almost like on an a la carte basis, we're offering a hot desk, conference rooms, uh, screening rooms, other facilities that they only pay for when they use. And that has allowed us to bring a lot more companies than we could have accommodated if they had to sort of contract for space in the, in the, in the old-fashioned way. But it also demonstrates, uh, you know, talk is cheap. It demonstrates that we're not here to make money. We're, we're here to make Abu Dhabi successful. Michael Garin, Chief Executive of 2454, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you very much. Enjoyed the conversation. Kelsey Warner, thanks so much. Thank you. That's it for today. If you enjoyed this show, please do subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio content. All that remains to thank our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan. Do join us again next time.